How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to Parents vs. Gaming Podcast, brought to you by Last Choice Network. This is episode 19, which is absolutely crazy. You might see we've got a new face. Uh, Jordan is out this week, but she will be back next week. Uh, so we have a special guest that we're going to introduce here in a moment, but let me kick it around so everyone knows. Like I said, this is episode 19. It is August 1st, 2021. It's crazy. I'm still talking about you know COVID-19, like I'm, half the state seems to be in lockdown. Other states are coming back, and, and we're almost all the way through 2021 already. To me, that's unbelievable. But let me go around, introduce everybody right in the middle. Of course, the amazing, beautiful, always smiley football coach of the Idaho Horsemen, Mr. Jay Noller. Jay, how are you? Good. How you doing, buddy? Yeah, you know, living the dream, living the dream. And all the way on the side, brand new to the show, writer, author, a little bit of everything. We did a whole episode podcast based on one of her articles about trying to get your kids back outside after the pandemic and kind of being stuck with extra screen time. So she reached out to us. We're so happy to have her. It's Sheila Hageman. Sheila, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Thank you for having me. Amazing. Amazing. Now, for those Kind of want to know a little bit about her, why you're watching the episode, if you want to look it up. I linked her website on the Twitter announcement and the Instagram and the Facebook announcement as well. You guys can kind of jump in. She has tons of articles. Please, 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 the way you can thank her is sending her clicks, like some of the articles, all that stuff. Her The stuff she writes is, a, is amazing read, and I've looked through quite a bit of it. It's it's uh, very entertaining and, and knowledgeable. Some of it's fun, some of it's funny, some of it's sad. You kind of hit all the feels for sure. Thank you. The field. <laughs> so way more educational than anything we've said uh, so far. This I is mean, like the really... most educational video <laughs> podcast we've ever had. Um, so let's kind of before we jump in too much. I always like to kind of go around and and everybody talk a little bit about how their week's going. So Jay, can you give everyone? I know some people probably don't care, but I'm gonna pretend like they care. The Idaho Horsemen. Arena Football League team, you mentioned they've had a couple of losses. Where do you guys stand right now? Um, we should have won last night. We would have controlled our destiny and hosted a championship game. So now um, with an L last night um, against the Tri-City Rush, we are uh, now it's going to come down to numbers, point differential, and everything else, and we've got one more game to play. So um my stress level is about here and um god bless my wife because we're actually at the oregon coast i know you can't see it the lighting was terrible james yelled at me so i had to turn <laughs> it this way um but we're actually at the oregon coast for a uh for a vacation and on the entire five hour drive over here every about 30 minutes i go i can't believe we lost i can't believe we lost like, and would go over like the game just repeatedly. Now, keep in mind, she was there. She knows exactly what happened. And I just keep talking about it repeatedly. So her and the kids are out at the beach right now. So I'm sure she's a, it's a welcome break from me wallowing in my own self-pity uh, about our loss last night. Yeah, for sure. Now, for those in chat, I want to throw out kind of a, a, a random poll right there. Before this episode, Jay actually promised... That he didn't bring his soapbox on vacation, that he would not go on some sort of rant and epic holler cursing and all that. So I just kind of want to know from chat amongst yourself, do you guys think Jay will last this entire episode without jumping into that? Or how? if you don't think that he'll make it, how quickly does this uh, soapbox come back to the show? And then we'll kick it all the way to the right. Sheila, go ahead, introduce yourself, what you do, kind of your background how you decided to reach out to us. And like I said, we're definitely excited to have you here. Well, thank you. It's really nice to be here. Um, uh, I have a very, very varied uh, career that has brought me to this point today where I am. Um, I started out as an actress, um, went back to college, um, started writing again, which is like my absolute original love. Um, So I do a lot of writing. And then from there, um, I became a yoga teacher, um, I started becoming, um, I became a professor. So right now I still am a professor. I teach writing and I started also working in communications and working at a center that deals with internet and technology addiction. And from there, I really rekindled my passion for helping people, which, you know, my writing has always been focused on, uh, women's issues, mental health, um, really trying to help people 
help myself and help other people. It's, it's kind of like a, a discovery process for myself and for, I hope for others. Um, and then I, so I decided to go back and get another master's degree in counseling, which I'm finishing up. I'm doing my second internship and I've been working with some individuals, um, dealing with internet addiction and having three children and being a single mom. I've been dealing with, um, my own children and what, um, uh, different levels and different interests in screens. Let's put it that way. So that <laughs> I'm exhausted. Yeah, that's a, that's I, a lot. I, yeah, I, I I was pretty. I felt pretty accomplished, like waking up and sending some emails before I got on the road this morning. Like that was my level. Like I don't have um, multiple masters and uh, all the kids and the and the everything else. I might need to go get a cup of coffee or something just to be able to make my way through this sh- episode. I mean, I didn't. The, coffee so i will admit i do drink a lot of coffee <laughs> i mean jay you, you know kind of my life i spent seven hours at a bridal show today so you can imagine how my uh stress level is at right now dude i'm telling you you don't have to go there that's you, you got to stop going there that's not where they're at they're already committed you've got to stick with tinder and grinder you can't just keep going to the bridal shows to try to you know snake one out um, you know, we got to move work on your, uh, your dating strategy here. Listen, you know, Milena is in the chat right now. So thanks for making that seem like my job's an extra level. Wow. Um, she gave you Love 20, you. she gave you 20 minutes or less before you blow up. Um, so Sheila first, I kind of want to just. Reiterate, remind a lot of people we did do an episode on your article. I would love to hear your feedback based on our episode, good or bad, if you thought we were way off the rails, if you liked some of the things we said. We, just your honest opinion and answers of it. Oh, honesty. I love honesty. <laughs> um, I thought, no, like seriously, I thought you guys were amazing. It was like such an intelligent look at it, and you, you talked about um, – you kind of, I love the way you kind of broke it down. <laughs> Look at it. I love it. Keep, keep going, uh, keep going, uh, keep going. Each piece of it, and um, that you really kind of tried to see it the way I was writing it, and how I was trying to take, you know, my own personal experience because I'm dealing with the issues with gaming in my own home, and then I'm also seeing the side of it. You know, I've seen patients who, you know, and I don't know how many hours you guys game a day. None of my business, but. You know, I've seen some people gaming, you know, where gaming has taken over their lives and completely ruined everything. So, you know, I, I have seen all sides of it. And um, so it's it's like fascinating learning more about it and really trying to understand, you know, OK, is this an addiction? What is it? You know, and when does it become an addiction? And um, it's it's fascinating. I mean, because it's, it's, it's something real. And especially with this pandemic, I mean, it's caused us all to need our screens. I mean, there's, there's no doubt about that. Um, so it's, you know, how do we, how do we manage that, you know, for, for our kids and for ourselves? I mean, we, that's one thing I liked. You talked about how the screen time for your kids is really looked at as a negative thing for years. Oh, limit the screen time. But as soon as this pandemic hits, the same experts are like, oh, it's like you said in your article, now it's magically okay just Mm -hmm. because those people writing these reports have to let their their own personal kids probably have screen time so they can have peace as well. And, you know, for a while, kids couldn't even go outside. So did you, do you, when do you feel like it's just screen time and screen time and it's in a social activity, whether it's gaming or, you know, TikTok, obviously, things like that? When do, when is it something that kind of you see takes over their life versus just it being casual, even if it's for extended period of time? Right, because, I mean, the fact is, it's not it's not necessarily the amount of time spent, right? Because there can be somebody who is spending let's say 10 hours gaming, but they have a, a, a job, they, they're paying their bills or they're in school and they're, they're passing and they're, they have other, you know, other interests in their life. They have family, they have friends. So, I mean, what it boils down to is, is balance, which I really think is the answer to everything. And I think I some, you guys mentioning balance, <laughs> in, uh, the last conversation I heard you guys talking, it's, 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 it's really about, I think it was you, Jay. Um, it really is about balance. Um, because obviously, first of all, we need our screens today, right? There's no way around it. It's not like, 
somebody who, um, you know, can't stop drinking, well, you don't go to a bar, you keep yourself removed, you don't put yourself in that situation where you have to be be around it. But with something like greens, you can, I mean, you can, you can go off grid, right? You can live in the woods and grow your own fruits and vegetables and probably survive without screens. But if you're living in a, you know, in a regular house or apartment and have a life, you're probably going to have to use screens. So it's about finding um, the right balance. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Sorry. I'm, I'm on my best behavior today because, um, uh, James yelled at me. So, okay. um, by the way, it's been 15 minutes. Um, oh. So, yeah, yeah, I, I'm I'm working on a record here right now. So, um, I guess you, you know you mentioned something that that, that kind of stuck out. So, um, you know, a lot of times when you know, like say AA, and they're working with someone who's got an addiction problem, uh, you, you're right. They say like, look, don't go to the place that's going to give you temptation. Like, walk right. yourself away. Don't even put yourself in there. Like, don't do that. Um, like James at a bridal show, like, just don't, just don't put it yourself there. But so many wrong with that. Yes. Yeah. yeah thank you. So, so, so much wrong. Um, but kind of, how do you start to kind of walk through somebody who maybe has that addiction and it's, and, and you know, cause I, I catch myself doing it like how, okay, I'm sending emails and everything like that. And uh, I'll turn the phone sideways and now I'm playing a game for, you know, however long, how do you start to work with somebody like that? with such a hard kind of divide or being able to divide it? I mean, obviously it depends on, I mean, because first of all, when we talk about an addiction, are we talking about, you know, it's, it's the internet is the, you know, what brings us everything, right? So someone might have your phone and the amazing thing about our phone, right? Is it's this little mini computer. You take it with you everywhere. Have this ease of access, right? Everybody has this ease of access, which is, part of the things that that can lead to the addiction. So if you have this device in your pocket all the time and you have a problem with it and you have, you know, some people are addicted what to, to gaming, right? Or other people might be addicted to social media. Someone else might be addicted to to scrolling through the news or Facebook. So for each different situation, I mean there are different ways of handling it. One of the one of the ways, um, depending on again, it has a lot to do also with the age of somebody dealing with this. The most the the age range that we see the most coming into the center is this kind of late teen, early twenties. And what causes somebody to come in usually is when their life explodes. They a lot of times we see um, kids getting kicked out of school, failing out of school, um, and the parents. It's usually the parents, right, who are bringing this young person and saying he won't leave the house or he's not working. And it's also most often men, males. I mean, females obviously can be addicted too, but the majority of the the patients we see are, are young men. Um, You know, sometimes a complete digital detox, um, which can be very scary. If you say to a, you know, an alcoholic, okay, we're taking away all your booze. It's, you know, it's kind of scary, right? So there are digital detoxes, there are partial detoxes where you just kind of block certain things. You can use blocks and filters. And of course, there are ways around those things. And I mean, the biggest issue, I think, is people recognizing that maybe there's an issue with their use. And I think that's kind of the first step you want to get somebody to that you're trying to help with is to kind of notice and recognize, are there other areas of your life that are really not doing so well because of the amount of time that you're spending on the electronics. But, you know, with an addiction, an active addiction, people usually can't notice the problem themselves. And that's, that's the, that's obviously where you have to start Mm. with is is people to see, well, maybe I need to make, make a change. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if that answered (laughs) on and on and on. Yeah. (laughs) Sheila, my, one question I would love to ask, especially because with us doing the, the parents versus gaming and a lot of times it's kind of educating. We educate a lot of parents that don't know a lot about gaming. Their kid is into it. So we do come across a lot of parents occasionally that as soon as their kid touches a video game, 
they all their their life is ruined. They're going to be addicted. They've got the because they don't like video games or they don't understand video games themselves. Or it could be a relationship. We all, we've also talked about balancing your relationship. The husband or the wife is a gamer. The other one doesn't like it, or they had a bad experience with someone in an earlier relationship. So they're just they're immediately you know when I was trying to date, I would I would you know obviously use the apps and all that. And as soon as if, if someone said, "Oh, you play video games," I can never see you. I can never go out with you. I will never like it was like the devil, right? So. How do you speak to some of the parents that mm-hmm. let, I mean, can you look at it from a side that's like, not ne- like gaming is not this like evil entity and where oh. it could be helpful for the kids? Like, I know you said you have kids. Do they game and, and do stuff as well? Yes, of course they do. Um, yes. So, I mean, I think for parents, absolutely. There is just like most things, I don't want to say anything, but like most things done in moderation um, for entertainment. That's great. Somebody likes gaming and, and age appropriate ish, you know, and they spend time doing other things too. That's great. Right. I mm. mean, there's nothing bad. just like, there's nothing wrong with somebody getting lost in, you know, fantasy novels and, and entering another world to, to, to have a break from this difficult world we live in, right? So there's nothing wrong with that, inherently wrong with it. I think it's when you start seeing the other negative um, consequences or they start not doing well in school. That's usually one of the big signs. It's like, okay, wait, you were a straight A student and now you're getting D's. That's like a red flag for parents, right? But it's really funny because there are some kids too who are gaming maybe eight hours a day and they're still getting A's. So how do you explain that, right? So just because somebody spends a lot of time doing something which can be addictive doesn't mean necessarily that if they're spending a lot of time that they are addicted. Um, I mean, with parents, I really think, you know, you can look and see they actually just lowered what they recommend um, for screen time because for the longest time, you know, everybody's been saying two hours or less for kids. And there has, there has been some new research is saying no one hour or less. Now I would love to have my children spend two hours or less on electronics, but I'm going to be honest with you that's right now not happening, especially not because it's summertime and I'm trying to work and I'm trying to do my graduate class and I'm trying to write and I'm, it's, it's really difficult. So do I fall back sometimes? I'm being like, have a little electronics time. Yes. Is that necessarily bad? Not necessarily. It seems like a fine line. And, and what was always interesting to me, like we talked earlier that these, all these experts say one or two hours, but then all of a sudden yeah. your kid is eight hours of virtual learning, but they still like to play video games. Maybe they play Fortnite and you let them play on an hour. So now they technically are getting screen time for 10, 12 hours a day. Right. But does the school not count? No, it doesn't actually. So when we talk about screen time, we're talking about um, entertainment. Um, we're, we're not talking. So you, it's like we kind of take out school and work. So that kind of doesn't count when we're talking about screen time for kids. So if we're saying two hours is what's what's like the right amount, because there's actually been research done, too, that says too little electronics. I don't know if you guys have heard any of this, but. There is some research that says too little of electronics is not good for kids either because of the world we're living in and because of the way people interact right now, especially young people that some electronics actually are good for them. It's about finding that sweet spot. And, and of course, it's going to be different for each individual and each family. Um, okay. Did I answer your question sometimes? Yeah. I just like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. And and I see right the whole like <laughs> yeah, and I see the whole like non-screen time. Um, really, the study should be done on like the boomer generation because they didn't have any screen time, and now all of a sudden this world and you know and oh my goodness and uh, how do you do this? And then you know, they're facetiming like this because they don't understand electronic <laughs> concepts, and um, right. you know it, it gets real bad. Their grandchildren are teaching them, and um, so I mean, see that's the thing too, and it's it's. <sighs> And this is kind of what I have learned the most so far and what I'm the most curious about and what I am interested in researching more is that 
from talking to young men who are dealing with this and dealing with the parents who are very much like, my kid's got an internet addiction, you have to fix this. And when I speak to the young men, they are very, you know, of course, somebody with an addiction to something right is going to deny everything and give you reasons why they're not addicted. But the the one thread that I keep hearing is that it is a different world right now, right? This is how they communicate. This is how they connect with friends. You know, a lot of, um, you know, a lot of young people, their friends are online friends. And if they want to hang out with their friends, well, that's where they have to be. So it's, they have, you know, this one voice, their parents, and even probably a voice inside themselves that's saying, wait a minute, what am I doing? I, 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 so that I think I hear a lot of kids recognizing that they're spending so much time online, mm. but they almost don't know how not to be online. Yeah, I mean, from from a parent standpoint, you talk about, especially just specifically gaming, you've talked about them having this online world and they, they that's how they play with their friends. You know, the older generation, when they play games, the, the only time you were playing with your friend is when you were playing, you know, Mario and passing the controller back and forth and praying that your buddy died as soon as possible so it could be your turn to play again. But now these <laughs> kids can get online, connect through Discord or party chats and be up to five to 20 of their friends all online at the same time, interacting and chatting. And it's even a closed off network where they're not even interacting with strangers like a lot of people are afraid of. It is just their friends in a private chat talking while they're playing a game. And I mm -hmm. think a lot of people have a hard time understanding that, you know, I was in a wedding a month ago and he's with a guy that, that has been on our podcast before crash. And, and he's one of my best friends and we play games all the time. He lives all the way up in Boston. If we didn't play video games to him, I, you know, if we didn't play, I don't know how often we would stay in touch. Right. Right. And yes, and absolutely. You know, my kids, the way they see their uncle who um, is, you know, quarantining, you know, some people are very strict about it. That's how they see him. They play video games and they, they talk while they play games. So I wouldn't want to take that away from them because that's that's the connection they have. Um, what concerns me is when one of my children, when I say, OK, you know, we have, uh, okay, you don't do more than an hour at a time without taking a break. Okay, oops, you've been off for an hour and a half. It's time to get off. When it's like, it's the end of the world. Do you think that I'm like, you know, going to chop their head off um, because I'm asking them to get off, you know, get off the computer. Um, and my kids have to share too. So that's kind of, it's actually kind of good. We have one computer for them. So they can't... Um, they can't all just be on at the same time. So they have to do some interaction. And I even make like, you know, I make allowances that, oh, if you're, if you're playing a game together somehow on the computer, that that doesn't count towards your electronic time, you know, and it's, but I, I literally have to like bargain with my kids to go outside. And that is, um, that's, I think the, the hardest part, the more I can find, I mean, they love to go swimming. So if I say, oh, we're going to the pool, then, and then that'll get them outside. But to just, I mean, if I think back when I was a kid, I mean, I just spent the whole day outside, you know, so it's this, it's not only they're spending so much time on their screens, they're also, it's like, well, what is that replacing? What are they not doing that as a mom, I do think they should be doing like climbing trees and breaking bones. My kids have never broken a bone. Come on. Um, you know, it's, it's the, that lack of adventure, that lack of going out in the real world because they're having their adventure on the computer screen. So yeah, like that, and you, that worries. You talked about that in the article too. And we, we did bring that up and there was a lot of uh, people in the chat before that had a lot of questions. How do you, as a mom, get them, you know, what's the right way to try to get them, especially being this extended time with the screen time what are some tips and tricks you may have, whether it's not just gaming, it could just be screen time. They only want to watch TV shows or movies, what, what, what have you, what are some ways to get them back outside and doing stuff? I mean, I like, I think it was in your article, you talked about extending time at night because they also like to read a book and they had stopped right. reading a book. So now, okay, you don't have to go to bed if you're right. reading your book. Like I kind of like tell that because now they they like want to read because they feel like they're breaking the rules a little bit too. So it's like an incentive, without them realizing yeah. kind of what you're what you're doing yes. at the same time. Have to be a little bit of a trickster, right? Um, 
I mean, it's a little bit of both because um, I think I think what I feel like works the best for me is that I have these discussions with them. So it's not like um, they know, right? They know that spending too much time on electronics isn't good. And, and they hear me talk about that. And so it's, and I have the discussion with them and I talk to them about like, I know that this is how you spend time with your friends and, and what can we do? And what is it that you're getting out of this? You know, have the conversation with your kids. And one of the things I think that I learned, which has been really helpful is, you know, try to stop and kind of say to your kids, instead of just being completely got to get off, get a good off. What are they doing online? You know, have an interest in what they're doing, because if you find out, okay, Oh, they, they like to play a game where they create world. Oh, they like to be a warrior. Okay, what, you know, try to take that and translate it back into the real world. You know what I mean? It's like everything has kind of gone there into the screen. So what can you take out of the screen and make real again for them? So I try to find, and it's not easy. You know, I, I have to try to grab onto things like my one son, the son who actually I think is the one who has... The biggest issue is the youngest one, who is 10. Um, he is having the hardest time separating from his um, With him, it's it's really, but it calls on so much from me because, you know, he loves animals. Okay, if I take him to the zoo, he's going to go to the zoo and he's going to be happy, right? And that's, that's kind of like one of those kind of, oh, that's easy. I can't take him to the zoo every day, right? So... I'm still struggling with him. I'm still struggling with. So what I had to do was, you know, set, set the boundaries, say, okay, this is the amount of hours you get per day. So now I have, you know, a notebook next to the computer and they literally have to write down the time they go on and the time they go off. And it took me a long time of checking on them and making sure they were doing it because they would say, oh yeah, I'm, I wrote it down. And then I'd be like, wait, it's an hour and a half gone by. I'm like, did you write, what time is this supposed to be? And, um, so I still have to be on top of that, but it's like the, the stricter I am, I really do find the stricter I am, um, the, the, the better they react to me, you know, and while they may put up a little like, they, they do respect that. I think, I mean, it's, it's not easy and I don't do it perfectly. That's for sure. But, um, it's like every day just trying to, to figure it out and understand what it is that they're getting from the screens and how I can try to translate that into real life. I hope that makes sense. Yeah, no, it's perfect. And I think uh, Jay has broken a record. He's actually stressing me out because he's applauding oh, no. and agreeing with 99% of the stuff you're saying. Jay, I would love to hear your comments and any questions you have for Sheila as well. And your own, I mean, you have two ki your, your kids as well, your own experiences in relation to some of the things that she's saying. I know some of the people in chat would love to hear how you have handled it uh yeah so on the five hour drive over here they probably three hours and 45 minutes on their switch um just in the back um you know and it's 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 the time and the place they haven't put but the difference is is you know we we talked about this a little bit when before we i think before we actually jumped on air was everything in moderation and mm -hmm. even they're sitting in the back of the car. It's boring. Like, I'm like, oh, my God, look how beautiful the Columbia River is. And they're like, it's some water, dude. Like, I mean, but here's the thing is, um, you know, what we try to do to eliminate that pushback is we just communicate what's going on. It's it's the hard switch that we noticed is really the biggest problem, like where we just come in. <laughs> put your games down. We got to go. What? Why? You know, like th there's just that confusion where um, like when we pull over to a rest stop because, you know, small, small kids call it small bladders about every hour. Um, you know, we, we'd go to pull up and I'd be like, all right, guys, we're getting ready to do it. You guys know the drill. Go ahead and turn off, turn off your game, save where you're at, get your shoes on. Like, I mean, and everything. And, you know, there wasn't a single problem we had with it, but yeah, they were, they were probably on their switches for like four hours today. Um, mm -hmm. Let's just be honest. But um you know, and they were switching them back and forth and playing really well together. But um, and then the other thing is, is since we've been here, um, no electronics, no, no conversation about electronics, no anything um, other than the fact that I was like, I'm going to do a podcast or James is going to beat me. Um, <laughs> so, uh, you know, I, I think I really do. I believe everything in moderation. There's days when I have back to back meetings all day. 
all day. It starts at nine o'clock in the morning and I am blown out by the afternoon. And my wife is a professional as well. And so she's got back-to-back meetings. Guess what? There's going to be a lot of Netflix and there's going to be a lot of movies and there's going to be a lot of that because, I mean, it is what it is. But I think that, you know, taking those opportunities to be able to engage with your kids, as you were saying, um, to be able to talk to them about the games, like to be able to talk to them about why they, like you said, like why they enjoy it and what's going on. And then the other thing I found out is like my son was like, Oh, uh, this was a while ago. He was like, oh, dad, I really like playing this golf game online. I was like, dude, let's go play some golf. He's like, seriously? I'm like, yeah, let's go. Like, let's go try it in the real world. Like, here's a stick. Like, let's go hit something with it, you know, and um, getting that getting that, uh, that that transition out there. So, um, no, I'm you're absolutely right. I'm, I'm agreeing with uh, with most everything. But like I said, just with my experiences is the communication is really key. Like, hey, buddy, you got about a half hour. And then we've got to practice piano because then you got uh, your piano and ukulele lessons at like 530, 430 now. Like you got a half hour, dude, like knock it out. Um, yeah. and, and I say it all the time and we've talked about it all the time. Kids are smarter than we give them credit for. Mm-hmm. And they understand there's higher level of thought than what people think. I mean, even, you know, and I'm referring to my son who's eight. Um, yeah. he, he gets it. He gets yeah. it. He's not like grown man get it, but he he understands He's got his parameters. We, we stick it in there. Um, but yeah, once again, everything in moderation, which is my soapbox. I mm-hmm. don't have it with me today, so we'll just talk about it. Um, yeah. And then, uh, you know, just making sure that you communicate. And then, like, we never we never try. I mean, obviously, it happens sometimes, but we never try to do that hard switch. It's always, mm-hmm. hey, buddy, you got about five minutes, and then we got to roll. Okay, because that lets them kind of shut it down, figure out where they saved, um, saved at and stuff, and you know, James, what I'm taking away from this is we need to get her kids a console because all I've heard about is it's they're, PC. They're, gaming they're on a on computer. A, I mean, it's 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 terrible. It's 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 a damn tragedy over at that household right now, James. I'm telling you. Yeah. But for someone for someone that already is using a computer, you know, what would be great for them is the Steam Deck. Three nine nine. Very true. Entry fee. So- so I know what Steam is. So Steam, like the the gaming platform, Correct. is that what you guys? So oh, because my kids do do have Steam games because at their so at their dad's house, their father is actually a video game designer developer. So oh, so, so what what game is he uh, developing right now? We would love to for you to to spoil that so, on the uh, podcast. Put us on the map, uh, Sheila. <laughs> go ahead. Go on. <laughs> Um, so he he has his own. I'm not sure where like what is he's making his own games, but he also works for like a private company and he he builds games for them. So, um, but they see so the so the, as our chat room starts turning up the volume and puts pause on all their video games right now. So what game? What game can we? Uh... Yeah, I, don't, I honestly don't know. Um, but I do <laughs> wait, know. Wait, wait, wait. Hang on. If okay. we run some by you, can you give us a thumbs up or like a little like a little like ethic? Halo. Uh, <laughs> nope. I'm assuming you wouldn't bring it up. I'm assuming it doesn't work for Activision with their their debacle going on right now. <laughs> what a mess that is. Um, it's a it's a it, he does you know like it's, it's like indie yeah. games and stuff. Yes, like small, cause like yeah, yeah. kind of. But um, so when they're at their dad's house, they do have each of them has their own computer. Um, but they don't have they don't have like you know like an X. But maybe they do have an Xbox at their dad's house. But it's not what they game on. They game on the computers. They do a lot of um, you know, the world building. I know they like. And my daughter loves. She loves Sims. I don't know if people play Sims anymore. Yeah. But she, yeah. Uh, Jordan's gonna be super sad that she was not on this episode because she would have just <laughs> yeah. jumped out of her seat right now. Yeah, she loves building houses and and doing all that. Um, so when they're at their dad's house, there's definitely you know I probably some more more screen time than than at my house. Um, and you know it's like if you so like as a parent too though it's like we have to be on screens a lot, right? So it's that can be confusing for kids too because they don't really get the, especially if they're younger they don't get that. Oh, mom and dad are on their screens because they're working. They see us on their screens and it's kind of like, okay, well, I should be able to be on my screen too, you know? So, I mean, and the fact is, is even if we say to them, hey, I'm working, they don't really kind of get that. We're still on our screen. So it's like, 
even if we have to work on our screens like all day, taking five minutes every hour if our kids are at home and being like just completely not looking at our screens, not carrying our phones around with us everywhere we go and scrolling while our kids are talking to us. I mean, I think that probably is one of the most kind of devastating things that a parent can do is one minute be screaming at their kid about being online gaming and then five minutes later they're sitting having their coffee just scrolling through Facebook and I mean I'm guilty of this too and I but I'm like conscious of it now so I try to I try to remain aware of it because I, I think that's you know, they, they model us, right? So if we're always on our screens, if we're always checking our phones, that's what they see. That's, you know, so we say one thing, you know, it's like a parent smoking cigarettes and saying, oh, don't smoke. You know what I mean? It's like, well, there's a disconnect, right? So, oh, it's, it's so difficult. I mean, it's like this brand new world. And it's, I literally sometimes have like my 10-year-old like with Discord, because I had a Discord, but I actually asked them to do this tonight. I asked my 10-year-old, can you just kind of show me, make sure I know how to dis- use Discord? Because, you know, they use it. So in, you know, in one way, it makes my 10-year-old feel really good. And I'm like, hey, this is so cool. Look, you know more than I do. And you can teach me. And this is great. And that makes him feel good. And I want him to feel good. And there's good things about what they can do on electronics. They put... The- it's part of them. It's almost like they were like born with it inside of them practically. You know mm. what I mean? So we can't expect them to have the same relationship to screens that we do. We can't when they have been born with a different relationship. You know what I mean? And I, so I think it's, it, it seems to me like it, it's really about figuring out this like whole new world that we're in. And um, well, yes, there are cases of, addiction where we're dealing with people whose lives have really really crumbled apart more likely we're dealing with with overuse we're dealing with um parents who have gotten too busy to to take those five minutes and and i think that's that's like the best advice i could give for parents is to look at their own use um and think about what their kids are seeing them do. And, it, you know, because it's so easy to just put it on the kids. If we stop and we start looking at our own use um, outside of what we need to do for work or for school, it's like, well, what are the choices we're making? You know, because it does boil down to we have choice. So we can choose the game. That's good. We can game. We can have fun. But can we also choose to step away from it and and do these other things that we know are healthy and good and connect in real life with people? And even my say that they realize that it's different to to actually see somebody in person than just talk to them they know it you know what i mean so it's it's about really just talking about all those things with your kids and not just attacking them and being like get off but it's so funny jay because i do the exact same thing with my kids it's like you have to prep them when it's almost time for them to get off and because my my sons always say to me Oh, just one more quick thing. It's like if I want to have a T-shirt that just says, <laughs> and just just gonna take me one minute. And then the other kid will look and be like, "No, oh, mom, his video's ten more minutes." You know, it's oh my god, just one more quick thing is gonna be like the death of me. It is. <laughs> I just need to get to the next save spot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> pause here. This game. This game doesn't let you pause. One thing, one thing that I've heard you both say, which I really like, and I want some of the the listeners as they listen to the podcast through the week to to really take, is that you know my my son is fourteen months old, but I, but I will say at fourteen months old he knows how to like turn grandma off on FaceTime. He knows which red button it is to click. Like he he is he'll grab my phone out of my hand and literally press exactly where that button is. So he's he's super funny. But what I like about getting the kids to go back outside. You know, Jay talked about, oh, my son like this golf game, so let's go real golfing. You talked about uh, taking things, how do you take from the screen and put it in the real world? But what I don't want listeners to, or viewers, if they're watching this on YouTube, to, to miss is that you guys are taking your time and then investing into what they're doing, learning about it, and then, you know, reapplying that to the outside world or away from the screen. So what I think the biggest takeaway is that you are parents that are dedicated to showing interest in what, whether it's gaming, 
uh, being in gym now, whatever that your kid is interested in, you're showing interest in it with them. And I think that's yeah. a huge thing for kids. Like you, like you said, as simple as like having your, your 10 year old show you how to use discord was probably yeah. like made, made them feel like they were on top of the world all of a sudden, because they were showing mom how, how to do something that was going to be important for what you were doing. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, I mean, who doesn't like that? Who doesn't like, you know, if, if you're into something and you love something and, you know, somebody's always trying, just like nagging you to stop and you're a kid and you don't really kind of understand that. But if your parents like, oh, wow, what is this game you're playing? You know, it's because, especially because we don't usually, okay, they're playing that, but we don't know anything about it, you know, that up and ask, well, what do you have to do here? Find out, like, what is it exactly that your child actually likes? You know, are they building worlds? Are they fighting? Are they a warrior? Are they, what is it that they want to do? What is it that they're curious about? And then try to find ways to bring that curiosity and don't say, you can't have that. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, that's great. Wow. And then, you know, yes, it it takes work on our part to to then try to figure out ways to take that curiosity and and find ways to bring it into the real world. Oh, God, it's hard. Um, I, one thing I find interesting is, is kids, you know, at least when I was younger, Jay was younger and, and you as well, Sheila, like some of the games we played, it was just side scrolling games. You hold the controller to one side, you press A to jump at the right time. And that was it. Games today have so many different mechanics. If you find out what your kid likes, they might be playing a game that is 30 different types of activities or things involved in the game and they may be like i don't really like this game but this one thing i can build houses in it is what i really like to do and then if if you knowledgeable you might be able to because they're kids they don't know every game that's out there maybe you reach out to someone that does know maybe there's a game that implements the mechanic that they like to do even better maybe there's something outside of video games that takes from that like it's not as simple as just being like oh they're playing fortnite oh my kid likes to play a shooting game yeah. There's uh, five-year-old kids that can build mansions in that game and don't even use their guns, and they're riding around on raptors and aliens. But like, like the the mind-boggling things you can do in some of the games today, all the different mechanics is is crazy. Or it could be maybe maybe they don't like the game part of it, but they're really invested in the story side of it. You know, yeah. it's, it's a lot oh. of different ways. I really wish I remembered this interview better, but I was scrolling through today. And I saw one of the, I want to say it was one of the Olympians, and I want to say it was one of the medal winners. They asked, um, you know, where did you find your love of archery? And Mm. he goes, I fell in love with archery when I was playing it on Wii. On the Nintendo, probably Zelda, right? On the Nintendo Wii. Yeah, I'm not sure what it is. I'll have to go back. I don't know if it was the Wii or what it was, but he definitely said it was it was video games or she said it was video games. Apologize. Um, And they said that, you know, that's where they got their their interest in archery was from video games. So, you know, and it goes both ways. Like I'll I'll, um, and uh, Sheila, you you don't know this, but the listeners do is um, I coach freshman high school football and there'll be guys who are incredibly um, physically, naturally talented. Um, but they just haven't played football before. And one of the things I tell them to do is go pick up the latest Madden and go play their position in the game because Madden's really the best simulator for being able to figure stuff out. They've got some great coaching um, simulations and stuff inside the game. And um, I've had starting safeties like go from here to like a 10 in wow. a matter of like two or three weeks because I told them. And it was funny when I talked to the parents too because I'm like, no, seriously, he needs to go play the game. And they're like, you don't know what this is going to start. I'm like, no, no, no. Trust me, I'm a parent too. I completely understand where, where what this is going to start. But the, he needs to go play the game because physically you can't practice for more than an hour and a half, two hours because your body just starts to break down. But mentally you can get those reps. And what's funny is now you see that that kind of concept in the NFL with mm-hmm. quarterbacks for hours a day are, are sitting inside a VR being able to recognize defenses because they've programmed in opposing defenses and stuff. So, um, you know, there's definitely ways to be able to tie games in with, you know, for lack of a better phrase, the real world or the physical world um, without just saying like, oh, go outside and go play. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Go ahead. Um, And let's be honest, there's an indie developer somewhere who's who's made um, 
uh, like probably playground simulator. Oh, um, it's out there. No, it's already. For it. Yeah, it's out there, Jay. The, the, Sorry, Jay. Yeah, the, the, not the a, thing that just launched. Re- the thing that just ra- launched recently that gained some popularity was uh, I'm not joking. Lawnmower simulator. Oh no. Yeah, and you, it's like an RPG, Jay. You got to you got to mow the lawns to get a better lawnmower to be able to get jobs for bigger lawns. Like it, and it's super realistic looking. Like it, I was like, I can't. There was a streamer that. Because uh, um, we're involved with a lot of like Twitch streaming and stuff, Sheila. So people that play games, that's their job, and people watch. And he has a thing that you can redeem if you subscribe so many things to his channel that you can pick the game that he plays. And someone forced this like shooter, you know, Call of Duty streamer, pro streamer, that for a day they had to play lawn for eight hours. His stream was Lawnmower Simulator, and he was just like, imagine this guy that's used to everything quick reflexes is like literally holding a mouse and keyboard and just pressing a button while he watches a lawnmower go forward. And there's, you know, 20,000 people watching him at the same time, just laughing at him. <laughs> it was mind blowing. But before I forget, I do want to jump in. I've got some stuff from the chat right now. Uh, Cause I don't want to take this episode too much longer, but when we were talking about the, you said your kid was always like one more time, one more thing. Melina says, James says one more quick thing too, all the time. LOL. Uh, Mrs. Shadow says, Master Shadows doesn't say that, but it's, I'm almost done now. And then it's like 30 more minutes. So we're, you know, we're, we're over our late thirties and we're all saying the same thing. And I know Jay can say whatever he wants about his kids, but I have literally heard him say to his wife, oh, we're just going to play one more honey that I'm coming to bed. I've heard it over the headset. So he can't deny it. We've got another buddy that we play with that his wife literally got so upset at him the other night. She just literally unplugged the console from the wall, which was hilarious. It was four o'clock yeah, in the morning you, for him. What you don't hear though is my wife go. She knows. She just goes. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. And so she knows. <laughs> she knows. She's. She's. Your she's wife like, also looks at the screen and goes, "If you quit now, you won't die one more time." Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. She likes to make uh, fun of you. No. Yeah. No. She. She's. Uh. She. She's amazing, and she comes in, and uh, she'll. Sheila, we talk about you know you you only talk to friends like. Um, James has introduced me. We've got a small, small core group of, of guys. I have no idea where, who they are, or where they live. Um, right. and for the longest time, I didn't even know what their actual names were. Cause we just call each other by our gamer tags and, uh, you know, it's, and that's, and that's kind of thing. So, uh, you know, my wife will walk in, kids are done, chores are done, everything not addicted. Um, oh. and so, uh, <laughs> you know, comes in and, uh, is like, Oh, are you playing with James? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, all right, tell him I said hi. And she just like walks out of the room. Mm. So, um, and I've know, actually never met Jay's wife in person. So, oh, yeah, you hear her voice in the background sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually, do, she'll be like, I do have another actually, thing. She'll be like, oh, does James suck again tonight? I'll be like, oh, yeah, 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 you know, my back, yeah. my back's tired from, yeah, your back stuff. is never tired from carrying us. We'll tell you that. Um, <laughs> We do have uh, Kia Kane is one of the moms that's that's in the channel. She also streams video games as well. She's a five-year-old named Kane, and she says, Kane loves to learn things that mom and dad loves to do. He wants us to always play with with he wants to always play with us in games because he knows that that is what we like to do. It is his way of connecting with us. See, that's I mean, and that's beautiful. You know what I mean? And that's it's about connection, right? That's yeah. life. Connection and so we don't want to, you know, throw away the, all that happens online. And mm. it's amazing we can make that with people like on the other side of the world that we never would have had. It's just when that becomes all, and, you know, your teenage boy is sitting in his room with the door closed and you don't see him, you know, except for one hour, maybe. You know, it's, you know, it, trust me as a parent, you'll know when mm. you'll start seeing that the problem. And she did and, want to reiterate, she said, we do also like to be outside as well. So he gets both inside and outside activities. And before I forget, we do have another question from chat. This is going to be for you. He is limited on the gaming for sure. Yeah. I also learned today that Kane, who's five years old, is better at me, better than me at this new game called Splitgate, which is extremely fast Twitch shooting game. He gets more kills in that game than I do. And he's five years old. I, I, I felt horrible today um so what i the other question i have and i don't want to dismiss this is probably be the last thing and then we're going to wrap up the episode is for sheila says when is it not good to game as a way to avoid real life difficult emotions versus a more healthy distraction and i definitely want to say for me um you know i had i lost a brother to cancer and i i've definitely gone down a, a dark path and i have actually 
kind of healed myself through gaming is probably I don't know professionally if that was a healthy way to do it but it definitely helped me and and it is funny the types it's not like I'm trying to recover so I want to jump on and play Call of Duty with Jay no I usually play some sort of like slow paced story based game that's kind of got an emotional side to it it's like people jumping into movies and TV shows but I do like this question um, I just wanted to give my personal so let me jump I'm going to read the question again and then we can kind of go from there it says when is it not good to game as a way to avoid real life difficult emotions versus a more healthy distraction you know, what I would say to that is that I mean, we all face emotional issues or difficulties, mental health issues, things we want to escape from in life. And that is, I mean, that's just a reality, right? We all have those moments, hopefully not every day, but we, we have them. There's nothing wrong with having an outlet, right? Some people like to shop to kind of to just zone out a little. Some people like to video game some people like to drink you know certain things are going to be more dangerous than others certain things are more addictive than others but sometimes if you know yourself and you know your limits and you know sometimes you need a little bit of chocolate mint chocolate chip ice cream for me that's my my go-to we all have our go-tos to make ourselves feel better. And there's there's nothing wrong with that. That's like normal human being functioning, right? It's it's when that coping mechanism starts becoming taking over your life, you know? If I'm eating mint chocolate chip ice cream three or four times a day for three hours, that's start to be a problem. It's going to affect me negatively. It's going to affect my health. It's going to affect my mental health. It's going to affect my teeth, but everything, right? Um, so again, anything in moderation, that's not really bad for you. It can be okay. Sometimes we want to self-soothe. We have better self-soothing things, worse self-soothing things. It's, it's a, it's a day-to-day moment-to-moment thing. And I mean, we can't, I don't want to judge anybody on what they choose to use to self-soothe. I, I don't think gaming is a bad thing to self-soothe with. You know what I mean? It, it, it's not a bad choice. Um, moderation, you know? Again, if it starts taking over your life and, and, and that's the only way, that's the only thing you want to do in life, then you know, it's time to start looking at it. But if it's something that makes you feel good and doesn't negatively affect your life, hey, power to you. Yeah, for sure. So as we wrap this up, uh, Sheila, I, again, from me and Jay and Jordan, who's not here, we are so thankful and happy to have you. We would love to have you come back again in the future. Uh, I would love to do a follow-up, and we would definitely love updates on uh, what your ex is developing as far as game-wise. Uh, <laughs> no, but seriously, I'm, I'm sure I'm going to get some emails. I usually get a couple of emails every week on the episodes, and if I have any follow-up questions, I'm going to link them to you if they want to reach out to you directly as well. But as far as what you're doing and I, I know you're writing and you have a lot of articles. How can people that are listening or watching the podcast, how, how can they uh, reach out to you or where can they find you? What should they do to look you up? Can they follow you on social media? What do we got? Oh, uh, absolutely. Yes. I'm, you know, I'm out there. I'm on uh, Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Um, I have a website, SheilaHageman.com, and that also has links to all my social media. Um, anybody who has a question, I'd be happy to have a chat with people. Um, you know, I also do coaching with people. I coach parents on just, you know, how to how to handle this, how to deal with your kids, and also how to, you know, work on themselves to try to to improve relationships. And, you know, that's what it's all about is improving relationships and, and you know, making the family stronger and um I just love to help people do that. Well, thank you very much, Sheila. And Jay, I know you're on vacation. You want to tell people where you are, what you're doing this week. Are you going to be gaming at all with this? Have you downloaded the new Splitgate game? What is happening? Are you getting close to getting an Xbox finally? I would like to point out that when Sheila mentioned all the gaming things, a casual person that kind of knows about games didn't use the word PlayStation. Not once. Did not. No, it's it's because her, and I uh, I saw have... it in your eyes. Your soul like left you as she mentioned Xbox and didn't say PlayStation. Um, really, you know, I, I chalk it up to uh, if her if her kids are listening, um, you know, they they fall into fray 
to um, computer gaming only. And so, you know, maybe they just maybe that's something that they've that uh, that they've got to work together on to become educated on to the world of PlayStation and all that it encompasses. Um, now I'm at it. I'm just uh, we've got a bye week this week. Like I said, last week's uh, last you know, we planned this a while ago, but last week's loss kind of hurt. So uh, I'll be doing a lot of film watching and stuff uh, when the kids are asleep after uh, <laughs> after hours and everything. So. But yeah, man, just trying to shut it down. Um, already told the kids uh, no switches, no anything until we uh, we get ready to bounce out and everything. So, you know, really just trying to shut it down as much as possible. Uh, my wife, um, who's a digital marketing person as well as I am, uh, we've given ourselves one hour a day just to kind of get in, check emails, get some stuff set up, um, you know, with uh, with my company. Uh, licensing is really starting to pick up this time of year and everything. So um you know cross fingers we can hold to that hour um but you know the the phone has to stay in the hand though and so uh, we'll see what happens this week that's awesome that's awesome and for me of course you guys can find me on twitch for a little bit longer for i am the gaming dad but i would love we would all love for you guys to go to youtube look up last choice network subscribe to there we only have 970 subscribers to go before we can start actually being a real channel. So we're, you know, we're, we're getting close. Um, you can find game clips on there, Let's Plays, uh, some of the TikTok stuff I've started to transition over there. So we're kind of making the full-time switch. You're going to start seeing a podcast gaming roundup show on a daily basis, a quick little one to two to three minute video that's going to start showing up in the next week or so. Uh, that hopefully we'll I'll get some help and uh, Jordan will probably jump in. Jay might do an episode here or there. Um, it's just a quick little recap just to let you know if you were interested in a gaming podcast. Instead of having to click on every gaming podcast and know what they talked about that day, you can just watch our little clip and we'll tell you what they talked about and pick out what you want. Uh, so we would love to see you guys over there. Love for you to watch. I go live. I'm probably going to go live tonight and Tuesday and Thursday starting around 6.30 p.m., and I will be playing specifically Splitgate. I am completely hooked on this game, Jay. It is like Halo has reinvented itself and they use the game Portal and it's fast and it's quick. And it, I watch you. You are terrible. I'm not that bad, Jay. I have a better KD than that than I do Warzone. <laughs> uh, I definitely have bad games because I'm playing against better competition now. Uh, I will let you know in the ranked mode out of all of our friends, I have the highest ranking. Well, it's because and some of, of our friends are good. Okay, all all of Wright's mods and uh, his all of his cheats stuff got taken off, so <laughs> it's done. They haven't over. transitioned everything over to Split. You know what? Splitgate also has Jay an anti cheat. They all have anti cheat. No, this one, but they actually do hardware bans if you cheat. Ooh. Yeah, they're oh, not wow. messing around. Yeah, that's that's a real deal. So Sheila, this you game, this game hey, we've been wait, playing wait, was a. Do you know why was, they can do that? Do you know why they can do that? little company as soon as they start growing and expanding like they have been because they're astronomical growth right now yeah um you know you know all of a sudden those cracks are going to be showing up a little bit mm. more so we'll see well, what the, happens man. But, but they they did they did clarify that there is a big difference between hacking modding and cheating and finding something you can do in the game that if you can do it in the game, that's not hacking. That's a bug in the game, right. and you're not going to yeah, get yeah. banned for something like that. So obviously, those things are probably going to happen when updates come out and stuff. So Sheila, there's this right. new game. It's called Splitgate. They've been out for a couple of years. They had been. They were a four person team. They started yeah. with like 200 concurrent players, and in six days jumped up to to a couple hundred thousand concurrent players to play the game right now. This is not a joke. It's still in beta for another week, but to play the yeah. game right now, it's a hundred thousand concurrent players at a time. It's a 90 minute wait in the queue to get into the game right now. Be that way they, because they, they literally just panicked. They were there. I mean, they're a four person team. They didn't have server status and they didn't, you know, they're not Microsoft or Amazon or Sony. They don't, they can't just have a million people playing their game. All of a sudden they, they, so it's it's been a, a awesome success story to see guys that were pretty much almost bankrupt, you know, wow. have been working on something for six seven years to all of a sudden they're one of the top games in the world right now, uh, and and it's just it's a, a good change of pace and and it's fun and they don't have any scandals going on with their company right now, which is also great. I feel I feel wholesome playing their game. Plus, it's a free game to play on top of it. So, 
you know, it, didn't cost uh, it won't me $60. be for much longer. No, it will always be free unless you want to buy cosmetics. So it's just like Fortnite. Fortnite yeah. free. Fortnite is free, but somehow your kids spend a hundred dollars a year on it. Oh God. <laughs> um, so like I said, guys, if you want to see me, that's where you can find me. Hopefully, whenever Jay gets done with the vacation, we can coerce him into getting that. And I think we're getting closer to our goal of making Jay get an Xbox. And Sheila, like I said, thank you again. Jordan jumped into Facebook real quick to say hi. She stopped by. She said, yes, very thankful to have you. She said she's so sorry that she's not here. So if you come in a future episode, I'm sure she'll be there. If she's still listening, Jordan, you totally missed out because Sheila name dropped Sims. And she talked about her kids liking that. So that that was your your opportunity right there to be excited and know one other person that actually plays that game. Uh, <laughs> thank God no one plays The Sims in our community. We're very small because I would just get millions of hate mail, I'm sure. Um, so thank you very much, guys. Like I said, it is August 1st. This was episode 19, Parents versus Gaming. I thank you, Sheila. Thank you, Jay, for coming back. Enjoy the rest of your vacation. And I hope everyone has a great night. Thank you guys for stopping by. I really appreciate it. Love you guys. Good night. Bye.